Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Dr. back. Happy Wednesday, everybody. As the Eagles continue to search for their defensive coordinator, Steph Joyner threw his uh, name in the in the hat. For he the sure DC. did. He said he would. Uh, he'd take it if the Eagles offered the. I'm sure he would. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I know everyone has their cute little Super Bowl aspirations for next year, <laughs> but I would rather take a year of Seth as a DC than any kind of little playoff. Well, if it's a, if it's a retool year, why not? <laughs> yeah, take a step back. Take a step back Wednesday here on Mark, Mark's and Reese. <laughs> All right, so I think it's a viable Twitter question. Being that the first call of the show said that Dawkins and Seth should be co-defensive coordinators. Mm. So, so, but, so here's the, here is the, um, here's the latest news. Georgia co-defensive coordinator, inside linebacker coach Glenn Schumann to talk today with the Eagles about their vacant D.C. position. That's uh, coming out here just recently. Also, the Michigan defensive coordinator, I think, interviewed yesterday, Jesse Minter, Ike Reese, uh, and the Rams defensive backs coach, Chris Shula, uh, also interviewed or supposed to interview. And we know that Vance Joseph had a very extensive interview yesterday with Nick Sirianni, and then he's supposed to meet today, I believe, with Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. Hmm. So, I, this, this is sort of a... And Jim Leonard, Leonard dropped out of the out of the race. Mm-hmm. What do you make of all this? I have no idea. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're looking for. Um, they're doing their homework on the college level. I'm not sure what that's all about. Not that a college coach can't come in and coach guys or this and that and the other, but to me, there there's a learning curve with with all of that. So I, I I don't know. I know the guy from Michigan. I think he played uh, college ball with uh, Nick Sirianni. I think the defensive coordinator. Oh, did. is that right? I think so. I think I heard. I think I think Rob Ellis said that uh, last night uh, when he was on with uh, with doing the uh, so we potentially King. we could have double Mount Union. Talk. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Awesome. I think he played there. Um, at least there's that's where a connection is there. Some people may wonder what the hell is a connection. He did well, other, so. and, and Shula and Sirianni were on the Chargers staff together. Okay, so there's yes. a connection there. So he certainly is talking to people that he knows, right? Uh, you want to bring a familiar face on your staff, somebody that you feel like you've worked with in the past, so you somewhat know what to expect from them as they come into your coaching environment. Um, I'm assuming that that's the reason this thing has been so extensive. But the thing that has me a little surprised is that I, if you if you had to place betting odds on this when Jonathan Gannon took the job last week as to who was going to be the new defensive coordinator, the favorite would have had to have been Denard Wilson. Like, I just – I mean, I'd been hearing nothing but good things about him. Right. And that he could possibly be the one that steps up next and be the defensive coordinator. Um, now, maybe you, you get bad information or whatever, but I would have thought much like – they are doing with the offensive side of the ball where they clearly aren't interviewing anybody because they assumingly know who's going to be the offensive coordinator. It's from within the house. Uh, we Most most of us think it's going to be Brian Johnson. I, I would have thought Wilson would have been the guy. Now, that could say a couple things. It could say they want to deviate a little bit away from what Jonathan Gannon was doing and they want some fresh ideas in. Or they want to see some different stuff. And that's why they are interviewing these other guys. Or it could say, you know, Wilson may not be ready yet to be a game, a game, a game day play caller in that situation. I'd be a little surprised at that. Um, but I, I am a little surprised that this defensive coordinator search has been as extensive as it has been. I mean, they're meeting with the Georgia guy, they're meeting with a Michigan guy, a Wisconsin guy. They're leaving guy. no stone unturned yeah, here. And, well, I, and I don't, I don't. 
really know what they're looking for. I wonder if they're like thinking if the NFL is going totally in this college direction, let's talk to the guys that have stopped college offenses. Right. They also could be they're interviewing and if one of these guys impresses them potentially in the future, maybe it's a linebacker because they st- they have to fill a linebacker coach That's th- not th- th- this offseason. Uh, but, but like we've heard this before where guys interviewed and they didn't get the job, but they impressed and yeah. it impressed that in the future they get a job or but, something like that. Yeah, but who has impressed them? If they're impressed with somebody so much, hire somebody. Right. It feels like to me. <laughs> I mean, just hire somebody. It feels if somebody like impresses you. Vance Joseph is good to me. Feels like the favorite to get the job. I right guess. Now. And like you said, I guess because we don't. Yeah, I guess. Really, no. He did two Zoom call meetings. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know Zoom was still a thing. You know? Yeah, like I don't know. Wouldn't you, if you're Vance Joseph, just come out here and see what the city is like? You want to visit? Like I don't know. That's surprising like, that I he's not I don't out know. here. I don't yeah. know. Well, there you go. Mid- is he too busy to come out here? Why is he doing Zoom meetings? I don't know. Yeah, like, I'd be like, no, nah, then we're good. You don't want to come out here and interview, like, unless there's – I mean, I, I, mean, I would think that's what you want to do if you're, if you're a likely candidate. I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe these guys – maybe it doesn't matter to them. If the money is right and you offer them a job, he doesn't need to come see the city, you know, right. to, to accept the job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's not like – uh, it's not. It's not like a free agent player. I would want him here in person. I would want. I would want him here in person. At least, like maybe if you have a a a, a, pre, a prelim that's on Zoom or something like that. But then I would want him. I would want to meet with him in person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Jesse Minter. So he was a wide receiver at Mount Saint Joseph, which I believe is isn't that a isn't that a, a rival of uh, Mount Union? Was oh, it a rival? Well, Carroll's the big uh, rival, according to his oh, you know, that's right. old uh, you know, rants. Where did Robbie E. get that from, then? I mean, so they played against each other in, probably. in college. That might have been it. Both oh, Sirianni were- probably cooked them and said, yeah, you <laughs> look at me now. Both were wide receivers at their at their colleges. Ah. Well, why is he defensive coordinator, then? We're going to want Castillo. Are we bringing him back, too? <laughs> but he's been a defensive coach his entire career after playing. <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, the sooner we hire the guy, the better. The better I think people will feel. I, I, I don't know. It almost just seems like nobody is wowing them, or that, either, either you don't, you're not sure what you're looking for, or you haven't found it yet. That's like, for, I don't know. That's for sure. Because you figure if it's like, no, we got to have that guy, then you right. hire that guy. Yeah. And maybe this is what happens with Vance Joseph after these the two days of interviews and things like that. And you know, maybe Friday or next week we hire him. But it's still it's still an extensive search. So we'll see if Seth is uh, offered the job in the meantime if he gets a mm-hmm. gets an opportunity to interview for the job. All right, let's uh, let's go back to the phones. Josh is calling from Maniunk. Josh, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Hey, I'm excited. You know, uh, guys, it's uh, I would love to see Seth Joyner be the defensive coordinator. I could see him MF in Howie Rosen right off the bat with the players he brings in. You know, it'd be great. He'd be a good team guy. Uh, no, I, I think I think to be honest with you, you want to pay a quarterback a lot of money. I would stay with the guys you have because they're the ones that are protecting them. I gotta agree with like I think this is this is the way to go. You know, that's for one more year though, Josh. That's the problem. Or possibly two, or maybe two. Yeah, but listen, you can invest forty-five to fifty million dollars in a quarterback. Okay, continue to develop the guys. The guys that continue to play, stay with them, and you know that offensive line has been the strength, and that's what's really helped Jalen all but year. But why not develop the guy you drafted that's going to be here in the future? That's my if question. You, you can. You can. He can, we can please, look, there's other holes he can fill. There's other holes that we can fill, you know? So I would just, you know, you know, Sam Milo's gone. You know your boy Andre Dillard's gone. So uh, I would just, you know. Finally. Your yeah. boy. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dillard. So, but, like, he got it. Jason's, Jason's the leader. He does so much more off the field than he does on the field as well. He's such, so good. He's just, it's hard to lose that. It's hard to lose that, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So I would, I would stay with the guy because that offensive line, you know, he's an anchor, man. He's an anchor. I, what about B? What about BG, Josh? Because that uh, it, it does feel like I, I said it. It feels like people are like it. Which surprising with Brandon Fletcher's one thing, but it's surprising with Brandon that everybody would would just kind of be like, yeah, he can leave. Yeah, here's my deal with Brandon. Brandon, it would surprise me too. But if Brandon can get another bag, you know, for a two year deal, two three year deal, I, I'd see him go. He'll always be honored and welcome back in the city. We love it. Of course, you know. But yeah, I mean, just build a, I would, built a Montrose house out in, in on the uh, main line. On the main line, yeah, he's not going anywhere. He'll be back. 
Yeah. So, I mean, but if, if someone offered him a two or three year deal, if I'm him, I'm good. You know, like I love Philadelphia. It'll always be home, but, you know, go get it. Go, go, go take yours. But if, with regard to Kelsey, you know, that's the one guy I don't want to lose. That's the one guy from on the offensive side. You know, I don't want to lose Bradbury or, or uh, Chauncey but, and because they're young. But some of the other guys like Fletch and Brandon, hey, man, it's time to go, you know? Yeah, man. Go. Yeah, both guys have been it, here uh, double digit years. Yeah, I mean, all-time Eagles, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion, yeah. but brought it. You know, they, they, yeah, none of that's going to change. Nope, none of it's going to change. Let's go to Bill in Seattle. Bill, what's up? How are you, buddy? What's going on? Good, John. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Bill? Uh, yeah, so I, 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 think Kelsey, I think Kelsey will be gone. Not only that he should be gone, I think, uh, I think he's going to be playing somewhere else next year as much as uh, – People don't want that to be uh, true. Playing somewhere else? I totally disagree. There's no reason for him not to play. I mean, but I mean, right. look, if, uh, if, if, if Juggins can really play guard and you can get Kelsey on like two years 18 or two years 20, right? then it might make sense. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't know that Juggins can play guard. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the, the guy to get rid of, in order to keep Bradbury is not Kelsey. It's Darius Slay. <laughs> yeah, I knew somebody I mean, was going to say that. <laughs> Darius, Slay, Darius Slay at $17.5 makes no sense. I, I would cut him and then re- and if he wants to come back on something. Two, uh, or, th- two or three million a year if he wants to come back <laughs> making that. Yeah. No, not two or three. But oh, 10 right. or 12. So, Bill, here, here's, here's where I think it works with Slay because he's in the last year of a contract. The Eagles could, A, say – no, like, play out your contract. We'll see what happens after this year. Or they could be say, we're gonna, we know you're going to be here at least the next two or three years, so let's restructure the contract to give us some cap flexibility, and we're going to give you more guaranteed money, and you're going to make more money. But, it like, hit, paying him $17 million, and I think the cap charge is, like, is it is it 26 or something? I mean, he's making – I'll check it out. Well, it, yeah. It, it's a lot of money. It makes more 26. sense. 26. It, it, it makes – It's the highest cap hit on the team. Well, yeah, you got to restructure that. Well, the money they can save is seventeen point five. But here's the deal: when when teams go against the outside receiver on the slay side, the, the quarterback efficiency rating is ninety three. When they go against the Bradbury side, it's fifty three. And nobody else in the NFL is close to how good Bradbury is at defending that outside receiver, according to that statistic, at least. As the number well, two yeah, quarterback, the, yeah, the receiver matters who he's defending. Yes. Is he defending Devontae Adams and and Justin Jefferson and Jamar but Chase? The, yeah, I, I, and I don't know the details of that, but the Eagles play sides, right? They don't, they don't, they don't switch their cornerbacks based on. No, they do the sometimes. Side, so. Slay will follow guys. Yeah, sometimes. Not yeah. not not a lot though, Bill. But sometimes, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Bill. Appreciate no, it. Hey, listen. I it, my my thing is is that I'm not pushing the guy out of here, and I wouldn't if it's, it's unfortunate that the Eagles are at his mercy. But when you build the guy up the way he's been built up, and deservingly so, that that's where it's at. Yep. I mean, <laughs> that's that that's where it's at. Because, listen, if, if the Eagles – here's the thing. If the Eagles want to make a tough decision and move on from Jason Kelsey, see, in the back of their minds, they are thinking about the Brian Dawkins reaction. That's the type of reaction you could get with a Jason Kelsey moving on if he still wants to play. Now, listen, if it's mutual and he says, you know what, I'm done, go ahead and move, go ahead and move forward with Cam Jurgens. I understand it, we'll keep it going. But if he pulled one of those, see, that's the thing that pulled at everybody's heartstrings with Dog. I'll never forget that day. He didn't want to leave. Well, and he let it be known. Yeah. He let it be known. So when someone is is pouring out their heart about how heartbroken they are that they're leaving, and it's Brian Dawkins, that's going to tug at everyone's heart that's listening and watching. Now, again, if it's mutual and, and both sides part ways and Jason gives you a nice love letter and thank you, goodbye, the organization was great, then you may not have as much outrage, animosity. But if Jason goes kicking and screaming saying, I still got good football left in me and I wanted to finish my career here, then that's where you're going to get people who's going to side with him and be outraged by it. I, I would guy be... sold out. Was that Seattle he sold out down there? Yep. 
mean, he does an amazing yeah, job. Yeah, I'm community. just saying. Yeah, the guy's no, he a, does. He's, he's, he's arguably the most popular guy, not on the team, in the, the city. city. Yeah. If he decides he wants to play, the Eagles will bring him back and pay him, you know, within reason of what yeah, he's asking and, and, for. And I, listen, I, I agree with the idea that he can be, he should be flexible and work with the team and that sort of thing as well. I, I, I can agree with that. But I'm just saying, if the guy wants to be, first of all, he's not playing for five or six million dollars. That's not happening. No. But if you want to spread the money out over two years, give him a three-year deal where he plays. He's not going to play three more years, I don't believe. But it'll allow you to yeah, spread yeah. the money out over the three years. And maybe he plays two years this year and next year and an average salary of around $10 million. Yeah, I think what they did with his, one of his contracts, maybe even his last one was, you get those affordable years yeah. automatically mm-hmm. at the end and it allows you to spread out the cap hit. The last thing they want to do is, especially if Slay's making that much money in the final year of a contract and you're not going to restructure it, I'm interested to know what they do with Slay. It might restructure his deal. Yeah. I they, mean, it might give him two more dummy years and just turn him $17 million right now. Because I don't know if he has any guaranteed money. Is this $17 million guaranteed this year or is this just his salary? Well, if they would let, – let me let me take a look at what the, the contract was. I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a huge there, – there's a huge dead cap if you were to move on yeah, from the dead cap right is 21 – listen, they'll never have a dead cap as big as the one Carson gave them. No, agreed. But you're this one is twenty one million, right? Yeah. So you're not you're really not saving that much money to do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, either you believe that Slay is going to be here for at least one more season after this, and you're willing to restructure it to give yourself. So if he's here through twenty twenty four, they restructure the contract. It gives them some cap room. They they space it out. I I, I just it, it's interesting how quickly it's turned. And I my my buddy texted me yesterday and said with Slay, it's not it's not it's not him. It's us. Right, like with Jonathan Gannon, I feel like that, like the the reaction to Jonathan Gannon in the city told us more about us as fans than it did with Jonathan Gannon. Right, mm-hmm. like we were so obsessed with Jonathan Gannon. The one day on the show last week, we we were he he left the team high and dry and and didn't return to Philadelphia with them, and he's this terrible coach because he wasn't with his guys. We were creating reasons why we should be mad at Jonathan Gannon for taking the Arizona job. And he was saying that he's not even really sure why he doesn't like Slay or he's soured on Slay. He just has, right? So, like, I don't know if it's justified. I don't know why we're souring on Slay. Um, yeah, he's still a good player to me. The Eagles aren't making choices based on the fans' emotions no, whether I, or not they like a guy or don't like a guy. No, I know that. But I, I guess I'm just I'm, I'm looking at the perception, and when we talk about these guys, is like next year if Slay's back with a new contract or is this the new, the new trend of we don't like Slay? I don't know, good. We, we like players when the team is playing well and the player is playing well. When the team doesn't play well or the player may not be playing well, the guy, he usually, especially guys that aren't drafted here and were brought, he was traded here. So you have to earn the love of the fan base. It's, it's always been a back and forth. In all reality, it's only been one year that people were on board with Slay. I, I remember having debates about Darius Slay with yeah, people. Yeah, can't play Slay. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I, I remember all that. It's only good been because of the past year that people got on board with the guy. That's a good point. Let's go to Paul in Berlin, New Jersey. Hi, Paul. How are you? What's up, guys? How you doing? All What's right. up, Paul? Got a couple of things here. First off, I needed some egg juice after that Super Bowl. And I'm going to need some more after this conversation. They must have been drinking that egg juice. So everybody went after Jonathan Gannon after the Super Bowl, but Sirianni's the boss. So if he was failing, really it goes on Sirianni. Maybe that's why they can't find a defensive coordinator so easy because everybody saw how we're ripping Gannon to shred. But the cap. (laughs) Yeah. Howie is – I don't know why everyone thinks he's the genius that everyone says. I mean, I like him, but – if he was, Brandon Brooks wouldn't be on the book still for $10 million bucks. Jalen Reger wouldn't still be on the books for $2 million. Slay's getting 26 and I watched him fall on his face three times in the Super Bowl. Lane Johnson, 25. Like, some of these guys got to restructure. And if he was a genius, he'd be doing what the Patriots did with Tom Brady, giving him $2 million bucks. And a $30 million signing bonus. Like, why can't well, he? Well, but, but, but hey, he does do that. He restructures Lane Johnson's contract every year, it seems like. 
He's he's he's, he's very he's the, the the reason why Tom Brady was so effective with the Patriots was he took less money. He took middle of the road middle quarterback money for many years, and it allowed the Patriots to do a lot of other things. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If, if well, I mean, he, I mean, he can't force Jalen to take. He can't force players to take less money. Right. He can't force Jalen Hurts to yeah, hey Jalen, I'm requiring you to only make thirty million dollars a year. You can't force him to do that. Well, but if you gave him ten on the books and a hundred and fifty signing bonus, he's making the forty fifty. And you want to give him forty fifty and get rid of the best center who may have ever played? That's just insane. Ever played? Oh, okay. uh, he's not. He's not. But like, like here's the thing. <laughs> I like, 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 I get, I get it to where you, like it's fine. You don't want to get rid of Kelsey, but like to 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 criticize Howie for what he did last year, like. I, I think what did it's he do last year. He's I don't know. He's 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 criticizing him for what he did last year with the team. He got him in a Super Bowl. He had a great season last year, Paul. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying everyone's saying he's like this mythical genius, and I'm saying he's not the most amazing GM ever. Like he hasn't done something so out of the box that you're like, oh my god, he got to sign all the players that we didn't want but to he, get rid but, of. But but he did an excellent job this past year, right? He did. He did. Okay. He did a great job. You know. And I, and I think and I think I think it's fair. Out. He does. I think it's fair to be skeptical based on what happened last time and based on how many holes they have to fill. I, I, it's fair to be skeptical if he's able to do it. Mm-hmm. And that and like that's that's reality is that last. What time, are you trying to say? Lane's cap hit is twenty four million dollars for this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, normally Slays is twenty six. Right. Normally, good players make a lot of money on the cap. And I think it was uh I think it was last year. It seems like every year they they're restructuring that contract. But I mean if you want good players, you're gonna have to pay the players a lot of money. And you can only cook the books for so many years before you have to actually have large cap hits on the books. And that's where you run into Lane making twenty six million dollars or twenty four million dollars on the books. I don't know. I mean it, it, it there's the the one thing with Howie that I have a lot of confidence in is that he knows how to structure contracts and he knows how to kind of do that stuff. The the thing that that I worry about is the talent evaluation and making sure you're getting guys in here to to replace guys that are leaving. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Marks and Reese. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we're gonna mix in some Phillies because they've officially retired one of the staples of last year and. Is there trouble in paradise with uh, their top prospect, Andrew Painter? Ooh, boy. We have that. We have more Eagles calls as well. Don't go anywhere. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about BetMGM for a second. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code MARKS, M-A-R-K-S, and you can receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. So sign up today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With bonus code MARKS and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM. It was a good run, but uh, you know, we, this is a new team. It's a new us, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll find something new, and hopefully, uh, it can catch on just as well. No offense, the second place song. We're, we're looking for better than second place. Playoff baseball is an, an it's an addicting feeling. That's the only thing you really think about is getting back to that part, getting back to uh, 
you know, one, the playoffs, two, uh, trying to get to the World Series, and obviously trying to win two more games. That's the Swarbs. <laughs> Dancing of their own has been retired, I Grace. I know you're uh, probably thank devastated. God. Yes, thank God. <laughs> you don't have to pretend that you don't like the song, or you right. don't, I mean, you like the song anymore. Mm-hmm. Jack, I know you're uh, you're a little upset in there. Well, but. it was a great run. I'll say that it, it was a magical time, and everyone's gonna remember. I mean, they got, they got one billion downloads last year. No one heard the song for that, so it's true. But <laughs> correct decision by Schwartz. You know, much like if they brought back dreams and nightmares for this team, you know, you can't just you can't just rehash the whole the whole old thing and bring it like right back. It's a lot like Jason Kelsey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so no, Jason Jason Kelsey is like dancing on their the own second place song, man. Uh, people forget the Eagles lost the Super Bowl this year, but uh, yeah, no, it's the. Uh, it's it's the right thing. F- find a new one for next year that hopefully half the city's like this is a weird song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Well, but but like Mickey Moniac before he got traded, there was that that um. Yeah, that was a great song. Yeah, what was that song? Uh, I, I forget. I gotta look it up. And then they tr- they traded him, and it was like, all right, well, we can't have that song anymore if it was the mixed song. I forgot it had. It was song. a Latino like yeah. um dance club dance music, club right? music. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that song. But again, so yeah, so they have to come up with your own thing. Yeah, you can't use the, that same song two years in a row. One year. So it, it'll happen organically. Jack, unless you have some suggestions on songs that are, that are out there. No, no, no. All right, good. They'll figure it out, though. I mean, that's what Schwartz does. That's because he's the leader of this team. Yep. That's what he does. That's what he does. All right, so. A good leader. He re- he is. And we're not. he's not going to be down there when we're in spring training. All right, giving up his leadoff spot. See that? Awesome. We'll see. Well, maybe. Jack's not giving it up, though. No. Going down with the ship, baby. So is he. Yeah, you wonder how much he really is giving that up. I don't think he really wants to. So, um, Andrew Painter, who we're already putting in the in the rotation and the Hall of Fame, I believe, Jack, at the age of 19. He's going to be on a Hall of Fame track, yeah. The Phillies' top prospect, their best pitching prospect, certainly since Aaron Nola, but uh, the way that he has churned through the minors at his age is like nothing I've ever seen. Really, like you can you can look at Cole Hamels and, and, and Painter only being 19. I've never seen anything like it. He's been dominant. Uh, Jack, you have a report on him. Um, is this a spring training inter-squad game? Yeah, so like live BP down in uh, Clearwater today. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's mowing right along. He struck out his first three batters. Okay. Then, then Kyle Schwarber apparently came up and, and took the young man deep. That's what, that's what Schwarber does. That's what he does. Big pitchers, big moments. So, uh, you know. They calm down Andrew Painter, but oh, he thought he can get that cheese by him, huh? Well, so what I've heard, according to sources down close to the at bat, is that is that Painter was just working on throwing off sliders. Ah. so you know maybe we you know don't press the panic button. So it wasn't a high cheese. It wasn't a yeah. It's like when Elliot put those balls in play against me. I had to. I was. I had to only throw fastballs to him. You know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> I didn't remember that either. I, I remember it vividly as I continued to get ripped for it. So um, my my question is, we need Elliot. We need Elliot down in spring training to chart every one of his pitches. That's actually a good point. No one's charting it. We need <laughs> including in just bullpen. We need charting. Elliot's tired of charting stuff right now, man. Is yeah. He didn't even offer to go down to chart. Uh, he's not well, interested. He's, in he's focused on the combine. Oh, that's right. Although my right. thing with him at the combine is. Is he, was he a draft guy now? I've never seen him talk about one draft box because I like Noah Vonley. Well, the last guy had Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. Well, it's kind of like Howie. He, he, Elliot's known for certain things and other things, maybe talent evaluation for Elliot. Uh, you know, maybe I mean, not I guess as strong. He, like, I think the real reason he's going is just for that one press conference they do out there. Like the, the, the Howie and Nick press conference. Other yeah. than that, like yeah, I'm mean, staying there to get his binoculars well, they, out and watch forty times. They normally he's not, he. I remember last year he came back before the guys were actually yeah, running. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. They go out the beginning of the week because that's when the executives speak. Right, and then they have the owners' meetings, which I, he's going to be a part of, I think too. He's going there. What's he doing the owners' meetings for? That's what I'm saying. They they fly <laughs> to go to one press conference. Oh, God. Well, it's also when you can get some some good off the record stuff, and you can get some tidbits. Well, when are we getting the benefit of Elliot going off the record? We may be we may be getting the benefit. We just don't know it. 
mean, like, well, he like, saves it for all his own arguments and, right. and things of that nature. Yeah, but but also he could be like he could could be getting used. Like last year, if you remember, Elliot was fine with, uh, and he's like, no, he's like the Eagles. Quez Watkins is fine as the second <laughs> receiver. Everything's great. Eagles are very comfortable with meanwhile, that. Now he's ready to cut him. Right, he's cutting him now. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I was mad as hell last year when it was like, hold on a second, Quez Watkins is your number two wide receiver. And they went and got AJ, mm-hmm. so they did the right thing. They knew it, but still, I think I think that propaganda party was started at the combine, and Elliot took the baton and went with it. Philly's spring training schedule: Ike, they start playing on Saturday. I know. Split squad game. Love a split squad game. Yep. Nick Nelson's getting the start. <laughs> Is he really? Yep. So we're we have we're doing. I mean, we have the games on WIP, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, Saturday we do for sure. Yeah, so it's the well, Yankees. Not both of them. Which one of them? Are, are I they? think it's the Yankees. Okay. Well, it's, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah it's the Yankees, and they're, it's at home. Yeah. So they're, um, yeah, so, and then you have Sunday is home against the Twins. Yeah, I think the Phillies are going to benefit from, um, obviously, the momentum they finished out the season with. They had a pretty good offseason uh, where they continue to add players uh, to this roster. And then I think the disappointment of the Eagles season in somewhat of a weird way will push some of us as sports fans. I know I'm already starting to get the itch. You almost want something else to talk about, something that's a little more positive, something that you can believe in. That's why the Sixers aren't necessarily sliding in there as some of us thought they would as a void to fill while we wait on something else to happen with the Eagles in free agency or with the draft, um, people aren't as high on the Sixers right now. So you're really just waiting for the Sixers to get to the postseason and see what they're going to do unless they some they go on some sort yeah, of – It's a wait and see. Oh, well, unless they go on a run. You, run, you, you reel off eight, nine, ten straight wins, and then people will start paying attention. Sure. But other than that, we're just waiting on the postseason. So I say that to say uh, that's a story that is seemingly already – we almost have the ending to that story without it even happening yet, whereas, and it doesn't feel positive. Whereas the Phillies is something you can dive into. You certainly feel positive about it, and it's the beginning of the season, and this is the time people are most hopeful when it comes to the baseball team. So I almost think that it's a welcome sight or to our ears Saturday Get a little crack of the bat going Saturday I can't afternoon. Mitts popping. Mitts popping Saturday afternoon. Are, are they showing it on TV? Yes. There you go. And we're carrying both games Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, so it's not it's not on the same day. I actually thought they were on the same day. They're days apart. Well, it, it's two. It's both. Yeah. So the split squad is is Saturday. They play two games, but we're carrying one of the games. Oh, I see what you're so saying. You, you yes. said it's a another game Sunday. Yeah. And then yeah, the game. Twins gotcha. on Sunday. Gotcha. So okay. we have both games. Baseball season, baby. And yeah. I, be- I believe we're carrying all the games on the weekends, and we'll have a select couple games during the week at night Yeah. during spring training. And, yes, it is going to be on TV, uh, and then they'll what's, when it's not on regular TV, it'll be on the, the Plus, the NBC Sports Philadelphia Plus thing, so you'll be able to stream the games at least. But, yeah, it's gonna. I, I can't wait. Even with Bryce not playing to start, it's still – people are excited. I'm excited. People are excited. And it, it, you're right, Ike. It's very positive. Coming off of last year, they signed Trey Turner. They added a lot of other pieces to the team. So it's so important that they get a fast start and they're not trying to work their way out of a hole. And they're, you know, Like, if we're waiting for Bryce Harper to come back to save the team, we're in trouble. So they added enough pieces to where we don't have to worry about that, mm-hmm. hopefully. Howard Eskin also checks in with uh, – and he says that it was a hanging curveball – Jack, he's claiming it's not a slider. It was a curveball. Nitwits. Nitwits, Nitwits yeah. 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 Wits. Well, it's plural. He's talking to all of us. Yes. Well, you two, really. Well, mostly, yeah. He doesn't call you a nitwit. <laughs> well, mostly Jack. Well, yeah, wait, I, what do you mean he doesn't call me a nitwit? I do get called nitwit. It's more stealing money. That too, yes. <laughs> yeah, but how would we know? Jack you, Jack, you obviously saw from somebody on Twitter. You weren't watching it, right? No, I mean, I saw it was a hanger. I didn't know if it was a oh, slider. Oh, so but, you did. But I did. You know, people, I saw someone say it was all, only throwing sliders and breaking balls. So. Oh, there you go. Listen, maybe I got my sourcing a little bit off. I'm not Woj, <laughs> all right? But thank God, Howard. How can Howard even see what a hanging curveball is at this point? I mean, <laughs> yeah, his he, font's he, the size he, of, yeah, of, uh, of the, the newspaper headlines. <laughs> and he's out there breaking that. He's, a, he's like the guy in trouble with the curve. <laughs> 
Well, no, you can't trust. For sure, you can't trust. Oh man, Howard. Was his eyes. I'm going slider. I don't, I don't trust the. I don't trust those eyes. Yeah. Well, we're there next. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. March 9th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming up fast. Two. Yep. Two. Two weeks from tomorrow, we'll be there. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com for more info. 64% of people say to bring the old Eagles back. And that's when you include Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jason Kelsey. When you get into the details, it seems like everybody's just saying, nah, bring Jason Kelsey back. Well, I mean, listen, we, we've made the topic more about Jason Kelsey because I think it's a little more interesting and it's a little bit more of a dilemma for the Eagles and for fans as to whether or not you move on from the guy bringing back. I think most people would assume it's time to move on from Fletcher. Um, I don't think you get much argument there from anybody with BG. It's probably more along the lines of at the right price. I don't think anybody would have a problem with bringing BG back. So it's not like people want to get rid of BG and move on from him. Um, is more or less at the right price. Yeah, Especially because the back. defensive end rotation like, yeah. on paper is not great. No, I mean, no, it's, you're, it's, you're absolutely right. Wait, what rotation? <laughs> yes, there is no rotation. So if he leaves, you're going to have to spend money to, to bring somebody else in to be a part of the rotation. They got a couple of young players that haven't really scratched the surface. They got the Patrick Johnson kid. They got the kid. They uh, Taron Jackson? Kyron they, Johnson. They got him. Janarius Robinson? Robinson. That's who I was thinking of. Florida State? I believe. I think so. I think that's where he came from, Florida State. He may, may have even played with uh, Sweaty. He may have played with Sweaty. Hmm. Or did he come after Sweaty? He may have come after him. Maybe a little bit. Well, because I keep forgetting Josh Sweat has been in the league He's now in his second contract. Five years? Yeah. I think it's five years. The fourth round pick. Yeah. He was the 18 draft or 19 draft? Um, I think. It, I think him, Avante, and They were all Goddard. in the same, draft. The same draft. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, uh, that was the 18 yeah. draft, yep. then, right? My yeah. Yep. And we said how he can't draft. So, because it, it seems like everybody agrees that Kelsey or says Kelsey should come back. So maybe maybe the 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 better question is Brandon Graham. Because, like, you know, he, he's a backup player. He averaged 27, 27 snaps. He's a rotational player, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. He averaged 27 snaps a game. I mean, he was productive in those snaps. It's a matter of, like you had said, most people are saying, hey, listen, if Brandon can get two or three years elsewhere with a big paycheck, we understand he's probably going to go do that. Mm-hmm. It's the right price. And, and were the Eagles be able to offer enough to where Brandon's going to say, okay, I can take that and not move on? Yeah, I guarantee they're going to let Brand, they're going to let BG go out and test the market. Yep. Let him, let him figure out what his worth is out there. If somebody wants to give him more money or what have you. They know how much Brandon loves being here. They know that if he doesn't get signed by anyone else, they're going to have the ability to bring Brandon back. That doesn't mean you're going to bring him back on some veteran minimum deal. No. Like that, that's not going to happen. It's not worth it to him to go out and play um, if that's what the case is going to be. But if the market isn't what he hopes it's going to be and it gets to after the draft, because that's when these signings usually happen with veterans like BG – you sort of have to wait till all the all the hoopla clears up, and then you see where the dust settles, and see where you can find your a landing spot. Who's to say? You know, if, if there's nothing out there, he could come back on a on a, on a one year deal where they're paying him five million dollars, possible incentives put in there as well. That could happen. I could see it. So he, I'm trying to see because he, because to your point, he tested free agency. He tested the market last time. Yeah, and the Giants wanted to pay him. Yep. Giants were willing to, to and that, that probably got it some more money out of the out oh, of the no Eagles. Doubt it yeah. So they see this was the extension. When did Jack, when did he sign? When when was he a free so that, that was, was after, the one before the extension. So like before the Super Bowl, so maybe sixteen? No, he signed after the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it was after he the did, Super He did, but Bowl. I thought that was just here. I think like after his rookie deal, he was looking at possibly going to the Giants. No, no, that happened in eighteen. Yeah, that, that's it may have happened twice. You might be right. Right. Um. Yeah, the I'm just trying to see dates on. I'm here. just thinking, coming off his Super Bowl year, I know he played his last year, like on on a one year deal. So, and I know he's coming off of being more of a valuable player at that time. So when they let him hit the market, the Giants seemingly were interested in him, and he brought it back to the Eagles, and they just matched the deal and came close to matching. So it. in 
It was March 1st, 2019 is when he signed the three-year contract. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, I mean, it, it. I think that's when the Giants might have been. Yeah, in but order. there was also a report from 15. So 2015, Giants spurned in free agency again as Brandon Graham three signs. That's why I said it might have happened twice. Yeah. Uh, those Giants, like, that's why he's talking so much crap in the playoff game. <laughs> but now they're a 3-4 defense under uh, Wink Martindale, yeah, right? Wink Martindale. So, so he wouldn't really fit their defense. Detroit, he fits Detroit's defense. Oh, yeah. JG out in uh, out oh, in Arizona, yeah. yeah. There'll be a couple teams in play. Yeah, with he's not about to deals. retire, so yeah, no, 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 he, no, no, no. He'll no. be somewhere else. It's just a matter of what he's getting paid and what role he's going to have. So, yeah. All right, let's go to John and Conchahokan. What's up, John? How are you, buddy? Hey, good. How you guys doing? What's up, John? What's up, John? So, uh, a couple quick Eagles points. Um, I think we all know Fletch is is moving on. Um, BG. If there's any way to keep him, I would love to. I mean, I think he would be – if we keep him, we'd have that continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a big leader on the defense. And if we lose both those guys, I think that's – those are the last two guys from the 2017 uh, defense, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so that would be uh, – that would that would be the end of that era. Um, yeah, pretty much. John, um, do you know me, Rick, Rick Lovato and I were tattoo brothers. We were, we were got a we got a Lombardi Trophy tattooed on our on our body the same exact day at the same tattoo parlor. True story. Oh my True god, story. that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yep. Who, who's came out better? Who's came out better? Well, I had James on my back. I mean, Nick Foles on my back with the, the, his looked pretty good. His was on the rib cage, Rick Lovato. Yeah, which looked like it hurt like hell. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, Kelsey, I mean, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Try to try to get him back, and and I mean, we got Jeff Stoutland. Like, if he can't if he can't get Cam Jurgens good on guard, I mean, he just look what he's done with Myelata. I mean, the guy should be able to to make that that adjustment. I I, I would think. Um, yeah, I think the thing with with Jurgens, I think it would be less about his ability and more about whether or not he has the um the size to hold up at guard in there. Yeah, because Sale Milo is a yeah. big dude, yeah. and you're going from a guy that's probably True. 340 to. And if you think Sale Milo's a big dude, Landon Dickerson is twice a Sale Milo size, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Then um, I just like the versatility on the O line when when you get those guys. Um, and then uh, it, what I'd love to see. I mean, I think the offense is in great shape overall. I mean, and, and yeah, you have you have an MVP caliber quarterback moving forward. Um, the uh, if we got and I know how he doesn't like to do this usually, but if they put a little bit more resources nor- than normal into a running back, um, I think that just makes the whole RPO thing more dangerous. I think takes a little wear and tear off Jalen and um, just keeps defenses on their toes. I mean Sanders is fine, but you can find somebody you know maybe in free agency who you know one year deal who's just the more of an intimidating back is going to wear down a defense. I think that could do us some good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And then uh, finally, with the whole Jalen Hurts QB sneak, I mean, like, if the league actually bans that, like, I don't know logistically how they're going to do that to to say certain ball carriers can't be pushed or, or whatever, but, like, I get that it's not an exciting play, but, I mean, how many times have we seen Tom Brady just lean forward for that fourth and inches or that fourth and a yard? Like that's not exciting either. Um, but <laughs> right you know, at all, I mean, <laughs> it's not. It, it's all. ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly, but that's yeah. part of football. Sometimes not every play has to be dramatic. And I mean, Jalen Hurts happens to be like really well suited for that play. Um, he doesn't. It's not like every single time he's got two guys pushing him and. I mean, sure, once in a while it doesn't work. Like, it's not a perfect, impossible play to stop 100% of the time. Um, Just 95% of the time. Right, right. We like that 95%. (laughs) We feel good about that. Um, So that's pretty much it, guys. Love the show, and uh, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate it. Okay, brother. All right, John. Yeah, the touch push, I I, listen. It seems like it's it's, it's, it's gained momentum that it's going to be gone. I I don't hear much pushback from people that are following this, national reporters, anyone else. I don't hear any pushback that this isn't going to happen. Coaches are outraged or owners are outraged. And, no, it seems like most people seem to be on the same accord that they want to get rid of it. I I mean, I, I know we'll take 
personal offense to it because it's, it, it it's seems like play. it's our play. <laughs> it's really not our play, but it seems like it's our play because we use it as much as we do. But I don't hear much pushback from anyone else. There's no defending it. No, I don't. I don't uh, hear anything. I don't uh, hear anybody defending it. Uh, nope. Yeah, the Eagles perfected it, so the teams are like, nah. Speaking of Miles Sanders, um, coming up, uh, for, we're, we're going to play every day at 4 o'clock, stay or go, and Miles Sanders may or may not be who we discuss coming up at 4 o'clock because it's actually a really interesting um, what the Eagles do at running back because because if Miles Sanders doesn't come back, you know, then what? Then what do you do? You still need to add a running back, at least one. And Boston Scott's also a, a free agent. Let's go to O.G. Wade checking in. O.G. Wade, how are you? What's up? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG. What's up, OG? Ah, man, it's a beautiful day, man. Wonderful, great, magnificent, man. The OG got his little flag football league great start, man. Um, you know. And we, um, we hold on, you're not playing it, are you? Your coach? No, it's for the kids. Man. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Well, I didn't know. I wanted yeah. to make sure, OG. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, it's for the kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But listen. So, are you the offensive um, coordinator? You do you call plays? No, I'm I'm the actually league. Uh, what do you want to commissioner? Call it? Commissioner? You're commissioner? Yeah, I'm the commissioner of the league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got to yeah. be an authoritative position. I feel you. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm a king, baby. You know what I mean? I'm the boss. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, I like that that running back, Jamal Williams from uh, Detroit. He's a free agent. Um, I like his size. I like the fact that he's a physical guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? he runs hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. You know, and, and he's emotional. Oh, yeah, man. And, Boy, uh, is he. And he's a good, good dude, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. See, my main thing is, Bringing these guys inside this locker room, that's not going to, you know, mess it up. You know what I mean? Like, we can't. I can't agree. Apply, yeah. And, I'm, you know, and I apologize for yesterday's comments, but, you know, I, I get a little emotional when I, you know, deal with a little stupidity. So, <laughs> I use words that I may not use when should use. So, anyway. But, but, but um, it's all good. Jason Kelsey. Now, now, Kelsey, I would love for Kelsey to be back, but it's like a mixed emotion thing because I kind of – want to see that money be put somewhere else. And also, we got this guy. We, Jurgens, we, we drafted him. Kelsey, you know, scouted this guy. I mean, we need to put this guy to work before you lose, you know, the access to him at that, at this level, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, I'm just so excited about the new faces that's going to be on this team. That's one thing I'm more excited about. Um, as far as that, that you don't even know who the new that, you, and you don't even know who the new faces are yet. You just excited about them. I'm excited about them because <laughs> I know what I know. Here's my thing. I'm not. I don't fall in love with the name on the back of the jersey. Right. If you get me a guy that can play, what? that's what I need. And 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 I don't need special names and all that. I, I'm just so mad at these geeks. Has brought out all this numbers and I got you, bro. focus and, and, and analytics. See, all that crap don't mean nothing when it comes down to it. You got to get down in that dirt and play, okay? So all that old trying to be, you know, who he threw for the most yards and he didn't mean nothing, did it, for us in the Super Bowl? Did it? No. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So what? bottom line is we got to get scored that touchdown. We got to get them W's, and, 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 and I don't want to stay away from the damn L's. And we got a quarterback. This is the most important thing. We've been chasing this for so long since Donovan left. The quarterback. Damn it, we got him. Now let's go out and just, you know, uh, imprint our dominance through this, through this, um, this what, this, this division. Mm-hmm. We need to take it. It's there. Yep. We got no challenges there. Let's go out here, man, and just man this team up. Get, let how we do his thing. And, and and we put this thing together, man, and we're going to keep on moving, man. That's all. I like it. All right, OG. All right, OG. Appreciate it, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. They're going to need a backup quarterback, too. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with that. Uh, Nick Foles? Nick Foles? Nick Foles playing Jack Fritz? We bringing him back? He better. That oh. busted. He turned us down a lot. Been over, been over this. He turned us down the last two years. Time for him to come. You know back. what? And I forgot about that. So that to me says he's not coming. But, no, I don't think. But that was also yeah. that, well, before J- it was before Jalen was officially established too. If I remember correctly, it was no, it was last year with Gardner, wasn't it? 
It was it was last year, yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Last, uh, but I think it was the last two years actually. Yeah, well, I, I I just remember him saying no, and and you're right, it was last year. But there was also questions about Jalen last year and whether or not Jalen was the better quarterback than Nick Foles. Of course, Jalen was the better quarterback, but that doesn't mean that people wouldn't go crazy in this town over Nick Foles coming in. So now with Jalen established and Nick being Nick's cooked, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't think I don't even think he should play anymore unless he's the third quarterback. He doesn't need to be going out in the field. Mm. That's everywhere except for when he plays here. Yeah. Yeah, and he came back here as the backup already. He came back here as the backup when Carson was tabbed the starter. He was the, the guy. And Nick didn't care about coming back here as the backup. Um, I don't buy the whole Jalen's the starter. That's why I wouldn't go there. He's a backup. Wherever he goes, he's going to be behind a damn starter. How much sense does that make? Well, I'm saying last year there were a lot of questions about Jalen as far as him being what type of starter, a quality starter. And ultimately, it probably wouldn't have mattered, but I don't think he wanted to be in an environment where it would have been it would have been a lot of, oh, put Nick Foles in, Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Nick Foles, coming in, in with a young quarterback like Jalen Hurts, right? Like, is that really where you want to go, where you know it could be If you want to play, frenzy? yeah. Yeah, if you want to play. See, my biggest question is to whether or not Nick Foles really wants to play football. That would be the real question. Or does he just like being a backup quarterback where you don't really want to get put in a game and actually play? That's where I think he is right now. All right, coming up, we're going to play Stay or Go. And today we'll talk about Miles Sanders. Should he stay or go? And if they don't bring him back, what is the plan? That's coming up next. Marks and Riesel, 94 WIP. Hey, listen, you've heard me talk about my issues with sleep apnea and snoring. And with the snoring, I, I know a lot of guys out there can relate because I'm like a train when I snore and kept my wife up. And my wife's a light sleeper, and once it woke her up, then she couldn't go back to bed. So the nights of her kicking me or hitting me, so I roll over and stop snoring, only to start snoring again, right? Like, so... Thank God I went to see my, actually my dentist, Dr. Pastor. It's the number one, the region's number one source for a dental solution in treating snoring and sleep apnea. So if you're snoring and you have sleep apnea, trust me, it's not great for your health. It's not great for your sleep. Dr. Pastor and his team can make you an FDA-approved dental appliance that is often covered by your health insurance. So check it out. Get a hold of Dr. Pastor. Uh, come in for a, for a free consultation. And his team does the work for you with insurance. They do all the work for you. You come in and you'll feel better. Man, I'm sleeping so much better. I feel so much better in the morning. If you're snoring and you have sleep apnea, you're not getting the rest that you deserve. Your body's not giving the rest and the sleep that you deserve. And Dr. Pastor and his team are the region's number one source for a dental solution in treating that. So check it out. Contact them. The Warriors for Dentist, Dr. Eric Pastor, and make an appointment. It's really changed my life. It really has. You can call his office and speak to his team at 610-948-8518. Dr. Eric Pastor, the Warriors for Dentist, 610-948-8518, or his website is drpastor.com, D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.